and welcome back to the Style Life Podcast with your hosts, Rebecca and Vanessa. Dude, <laughs> I swear, I'm going to slap Rebecca. Why? She I'm all the way over here. She keeps sh- judging me for my mic position. I don't know if it just keeps drooping or what the situation is here, but she just <laughs> wants it in my mouth, dude. She's fucking annoying. Anywho, so... In today's episode, we are going to be talking all things about Rebecca. Yay! Finally, I got to talk about myself. She's going to be the star of today's show. So, mm-hmm. if you yeah, guys don't want to hear it, next week's episode is going to be even better. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no, yes, so we'll interview Vanessa, I no. guess. Let's really get to know Rebecca. I feel like you guys obviously have heard bits and pieces about us, but let's take a little deeper. Should I be music. nervous? Are you prepared? Yes. Then don't be nervous. You Gucci. Right, you Gucci. Okay. So tell us, Rebecca, what is it that inspired you to get into hair? Well, ever since I came out of the womb, I just I started breaking. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're Cochina. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I would say what made me. To be honest with you, I know this is cheesy to say, but it's just like my calling, girl. Like, ever since I was younger, I remember being in, um, do you remember the typewriting class we'd have at Greenlee? Yeah. We'd all go to the library mm-hmm. and, like, we had those typing yeah. classes. Um, ever since, I don't know why, but I remember this so vividly. I don't remember what grade we were in, but we were at Greenlee Elementary, and we had to write about what we want to be when we grew up. And I remember surfing the internet trying to figure out, like, what a, you know, a beautician's, Mm -hmm. like, it wasn't, like, a hairstylist, but I knew there was another word for it, but I didn't know what it was, and I was trying to be, like, you know, ace my paper. And so I figured out that day online that it's called a cosmetologist, all things beauty, you know, being Mm -hmm. licensed in hair, skin, and nails. And I was like, that, like, that's what I want to do. I didn't even know how to pronounce it. I didn't Mm -hmm. know how to spell it. But that day, I wrote that down, and, um, you know, even thinking back to my earlier years, you know, as long as I can remember, I always styled, you know, my own hair and neighbor's hair. Like, my mom's friends, they'd go out dancing and stuff. I would, like, freaking 10 styling my mom's friend's hair and stuff. So, yeah, I think I've just, it's cheesy to say, but it's always just been a calling of mine, and um, it's just been like instilled in me yeah that's awesome and I mean you know being that I've grown up with you I can definitely see that uh you've always been one to have uh, the prettiest hair oh thanks I remember in elementary school you had a good hair you and your little colitas just thinking like how cute I want them and we would literally all rock the same little colitas yeah no definitely yeah um I love it so your dog mom what have you learned what have you learned from being a dog mom? What would you say if you were getting a, your first puppy? What about myself? What or have I learned about dog? myself for being a dog? Mom? Yeah, I mean, if they teach you something, if you've learned something from being a dog mom. I think I'm naturally, I've learned this over the years that I am just so maternal. And I really love that about myself. Um, and just being you know, if you know me and my dogs, I, they are my fur babies. Like, they really are. I treat them just 
you know, as I would any other family member. And they are my babies. And I've learned that I'm just very maternal. And I love that. I admire that quality about myself because I know in the future, you know, when I do have a family that I'm going to be good, you know, yeah. like I'm going to be a good mom. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've learned that about myself. I've also learned a lot of responsibility. I've learned a lot about mine and Brandon's relationship through the dogs too, mm-hmm. that we are at the end of the day, we're an amazing team together. And, you know, we've raised these dogs for five years now. They're still alive yeah. and they live a really good life. Yeah, they're definitely blessed. And I love to see literally how how much of a dog mom you are to these little pups. Yeah, thank they're the you. Cutest. Um, that's awesome. What is the... Uh, shit. Oh, oh, my <laughs> question. Hold on. Rewind. Oh. That was a good one. Yeah. So thinking back to when you were in high school, what advice would you give yourself? Give my high school self? Mm-hmm. Mm. Be true to yourself. You don't have to have it figured out. And enjoy this moment. Enjoy the next four years. I feel like um, high school was just, it's just your teenager, your brain is still developing. It's just a awkward time, I would say, of not knowing who, where you fit in, right? Mm-hmm. With dif- different peers and um, looks. Like, who fucking cares Yeah, what you look like? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's just, you know, a mindset thing. And I would just go back, you know, and I tell my nieces and nephews that, uh, just be true to yourself and you don't have to have a million friends. You can have one, you can have two, you can have none and just right. Enjoy the next four years. Like it's literally the easiest, like now being an adult, mm-hmm. it's such a small fraction of your life. Yeah. And I know when you're in high school, it feels like it's your whole life and it's never going to end. But that's all you l- wake up, go to school, go to sleep, wake up, go to school, you know, have drama within your peers, grades. Like that's your whole entire life. But now being an adult and looking back, high school is such a small fraction mm-hmm. of your life. It truly is. And I think it's really important to to remember to stay true to yourself. And that's something that e- you know, if you if that's not a lesson that you've already learned in life, it's never too late to learn it. Stay true to yourself and literally reach for the things that you're interested in. Don't try to fit, fit into a mold. Yeah. And then I guess, you know, you are still trying to figure out who you are at that age, too, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so try different things. Try, you know, different clubs, different sports. Yeah. If it doesn't work out, try another sport. Like, it's just so it's not that serious. Yeah really not and it seems so serious at the time yeah 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 i I would tell my middle school self to slow down you don't need to grow up like yeah slow down Mm -hmm. be a kid yeah enjoy these moments like Mm -hmm. i was just so quick to want to grow up and i don't know if that comes from being the youngest you know yeah i'm sure it does and i think i just i grew up really fast Mm -hmm. you would have wanted a little bit more of your childhood Mm mm-hmm yeah, I agree. Do you think uh, kids nowadays are growing up a little too fast or do you think it's been, it's slowed down? When I think of kids nowadays, I immediately think of like my nieces and nephews, right? Because those are the kids I'm 
surrounded mm-hmm. with and surrounded by. And um, yes, I do feel like social media has a lot of um, short answer. Yes, I do think that they've my nieces and nephews have grown up so fast, but that could also be because time flies as you know, me watching them as little mm-hmm. kids. And I'm like, these you're huge. But I also feel like social media plays a huge role. Like we were like, when we went to school, it was definitely being introduced. Instagram came out when we were like in high school. Yeah. Um, but I think now like they are just comparing themselves a lot to different crowds, yeah. older crowds. Yeah. And I do think like, you know, especially like my nieces, I think they look up to that a lot. And, yeah, I feel like definitely slow down. I agree. And I think that nowadays it's it's a little harder for them than, you know, what we had when we were growing up. You know, we were just talking about high school. But literally thinking about it, when you're a freshman, you compare yourself to the seniors in the school and look at social media in that aspect with, you know, how kids are interacting with it. These kids are now looking up to, like, 25-year-olds. I know on the internet. Yeah, and expecting to look there like them and live the life that they have, and and it doesn't come easy, and it's not necessarily something to always idolize. It's all it's it's really nice to be able to slow down and enjoy the age that you're at. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely speak that to the younger generation for sure. But yeah. it's hard to hear that at that age. At that age, no, I totally agree. Yeah. So you're huge on manifesting, and I want to know if you were to manifest the next five years of your life, what does that look like? Does it look like, feel like, taste like? Mm-hmm. Um, the next five years, I will be 30, and I will... 30-30. Have a dirty 30 party. We'll be traveling somewhere freaking exotic yeah. um, to celebrate, and it will be dirty 30 will be somewhere exotic to celebrate life-wise i will be a freaking what do you like life-wise financial Just what do you tell like me, tell me everything you have a lot of goals we have a lot of time so come on where where do you see yourself where do you see your relationship okay yeah let's go into detail like that my relationship i hope i'm married brandon put a ring on it i mean i'm married but i'm like married yeah do you want a wedding Mm, so i always thought i did and then i helped plan my sisters and i was like fuck this like this is stressful yeah i mean it was beautiful and the memories are make it all worth it I feel like the way I envision my wedding is we are all on a vacation. If you can come, great. If you can't, it's fine. Mm -hmm. I know my closest friends and families will make it. And it's just like you're on a vacation. We all stay at the same resort. And then just one night, we just happen to get married on the beach. Yeah. Ooh, that would like be that's awesome. how I envision it. And the beach is totally up there. Everyone's on vacation Mm -hmm. mode. So it's like. Your no vacation, worries, yeah. and we just happen to get married too. So, yeah. yeah, that's awesome. I think that's a great idea. That's how I envision it. Totally for sure. your style. I yeah. like it. I like it. So that's your relationship. How do you see? Um, how do you see your business? You just started a business. You currently have your business. I mean, you have two businesses right now. So mm-hmm. tell us where are you going to be in your business with both of them? 
Um, hair wise, uh, five years from now, I'm still going to be behind the chair. Um, still doing hair because I freaking love it. I don't see myself ever not doing it. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, um, the salon I'm at, I will still be there because I love it there. And I definitely see myself, you know, building my career there for a really long time. So I'll still be at ground floor salon and seeing all my best clients and making lots of money, honey. And just, you know, it's hard to imagine it any different than it is now because it's so good right now, you know, and I know it's just going to be even better. So I know I'll still be doing that for sure. Uh, Real estate wise, you know, I see myself investing into more properties, being more a property owner in multiple different cities and states and um, just kind of spreading into that world a lot. Um, That's definitely where I see, you know, real estate going as well. And, you know, five years from now, having changed and helped a lot of people invest into their futures as well. That's so true to my heart to help build financial security for other people and homes for other people. And just, you know, at the end of the day, I genuinely care and I got into real estate because I love it. I love helping other people accomplish the dreams. And I just really care at the end of the day. And so five years from now, just I feel I get so much happiness from just feeling like I'm going to have helped so many people five years from now, like accomplish amazing things. And it makes me really happy. And it makes me proud to hear that. While they have great hair. Yeah. (laughs) It makes me really proud to hear that because I know I know that it will be true. You know, we're just manifesting right now, but I I know it will be true. I know that, you know, one by one, you're going to they're all just going to gather together and you it's just going to be a huge group of people that you've helped accomplish this goal of being a homeowner or, you know, changing their lifestyle or whatever it may be. And I think. I think you're definitely very passionate about what you do and you have a lot of great knowledge to share. So, you know, something that I would even want to see from you in in five years as far as your real estate goes is for you to be reaching out to more clients and even just, you know, if they're not clients, giving these seminars on you know, giving advice and and how to be a home a homeowner and how to do it the the best way that's going to benefit you financially. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I've got so many other dreams, you know, that I'll fall into real estate as well. And, um, of course, my creative mind goes, you know, I think that's why I'm a hairstylist as well because I am an artist at the end of the day. And um, uh, investing in these homes, I really see myself being a home designer. I love Mm -hmm. that. I love that. And is that like exterior, interior, interior, like the whole thing? Yeah. I love it. So I love all of that and I find so much passion in just design at the Mm -hmm. end of the day. And I think that is the creative aspect of me too, you know. That's awesome. So yeah, five years from now, that's where I'm at. And business-wise, relationship, what else? Where are you going to live? Five years. Well, I have many options because I'll have homes, you know, in different area codes and, you know. With all my hoes, just well, I was gonna <laughs> say, wait, 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 is that a song? <laughs> <laughs> um, where am I gonna live? That excites me because um, I'm definitely 
Colorado will always be home to me. This will always be, you know, where my roots are. And um, I don't know. I can't answer that question. I don't know. I feel like everything, I'm open to moving. I'm open yeah. to staying. I, I don't know. I I'm way. not set yeah. on like. A decision. Yeah. But that real that excites me because mm-hmm. I am open to. Yeah. And I mean, being that you guys want to invest in, in real estate, I feel like you can easily have a little vacation home. Right. Yeah, totally. And you can still live here. So you guys can have a, get a house in Florida, go there during the winter and come back during the summer because I'll miss you. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be great. That's awesome. Um, who's your favorite sister? My favorite sister. There's only one right answer. And she's uh, sitting in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite sister would be. That's a tough one. She doesn't have favorites. It's okay. I know I'm the favorite. I feel it within me. And, and that's okay. It's yeah. I feel like if you like that, let's go with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's always about believing, mm-hmm. you know, let's manifest mm-hmm. the answer that I want. Okay. Yeah, let's put bad. that out there. I like it. I like All it. right. I like it. Um, what's the most embarrass- embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you? <laughs> well, I'm sure a lot of things have happened to me, but the first, let's go with the first thing that came into my head. <laughs> okay. So... The first thing that came into my head, I don't know why it's been like, I mean, here we are eight years later, but I would say farting in front of Brandon for the first time. (laughs) Tell us about it. Oh my God. Oh, that was funny because I mean, obviously we all fart. I mean, girls don't fart, but this girl does. Um, uh, Ripping it. (laughs) I can't believe I'm saying this, but it was literally the first thing that came into my head. Um, I was, uh, just over his house and, you know, we had just woken up the next morning and I went to like turn on the TV, but I like went to like lean forward to grab the remote. I was like, oopsie. <laughs> oh my and I was like, oh my God, please be sleeping. Please be sleeping. And then he's just kind of like, <laughs> And that was it. And I literally wanted to hide in a hole and like bury myself oh and like, can you take me home now? So <laughs> how like how long have you guys been dating at this point? <clears throat> March will be. Let's see. When you farted. Oh, oh, um, probably like a couple months. Oh my God. <laughs> you should have ran. You should have yeah. ran. Because once known. you start, you don't stop. <laughs> That's hilarious. But now, like, we've been dating for, like, eight years, I think. Nine? We're going on nine, I think. Eight. Wow, that's awesome. She's counting on her fingers. Eight. <laughs> She's a finger counter. <laughs> Why are you whispering? <laughs> We're going on nine. Dang, that's crazy. March will be nine years. Do you guys get together on your birthday, or what happened? <laughs> Girl, we don't... He's never asked me to be his girlfriend. I, we don't have a date. So like, you guys went from hanging out to being married no i never even got asked that either i mean for all i know we're still just like dating you're just a side piece Mm -hmm. dang it that's the life Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you're living a pretty secure life for being a side piece yep yep (laughs) so um no march we just kind of it was just more so like 
you guys started taking it more seriously? I guess. I just kind of like was like, when did we start like seeing each other regularly? Mm-hmm. I went off that. It was like our birthdays around March. We oh. celebrated our birthdays. So we hung out for two weekends in a row and I went with that. <laughs> oh God. Brandon, that's where you messed up. You should have broken it up. Oh, that's funny. You know, I you turn keep her in rotation. I just kind of go off our birthdays because I know I was like 17 when we started dating. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We literally don't have dates. I was never asked to be his girlfriend. And Maybe he'll ask you uh, for Christmas or something. Uh, I don't think so, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, we've both been in relationships pretty young. And I just want to know, do you have any advice for anybody who who has been in a relationship for this long or or so young more so? Um, I would say definitely take your relationship as, you know, you're a unit, mm-hmm. you're a team at the end of the day. Like it's not one versus the other or one and not the other. Yeah. Um, so my advice would be, you know, and Brandon and I always say this, like, damn, we make such a good team, you know, like, we are a, a solid team and we're best friends at the end of the day. And so my advice would just be move through life, move through your relationship as a team and you're just going to do great. And communication, 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 your feelings are valid. Communicate them. Yeah. Even if you feel like they're silly or they don't make sense, communicate them. I like it. I like it. Mm-hmm. With that, what is a what is some advice that you would give to someone coming out of a breakup? Coming out of a breakup? Mm. That would be hard cuz I I mean, I've never fully experienced that before. I would say my best advice would be to just but use the time to focus on yourself and do the work for yourself and, you know, find, make sure you are getting, gaining happiness from yourself and you know how to find the happiness and the joy and you're secure on being by yourself before, you know, seeking out that validation, that company through someone else. Because you are going to attract what you put out and if you're putting out your best self, you're just going to be attracting someone who's going to appreciate that and who's also projecting out their best selves, too. Yeah, I think that's pretty accurate. Um, and feel all the feels at the beginning, feel them all, and then pull yourself out of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's definitely important. You know? Great boundaries. Yeah, have a moment and give yourself that time and then pick yourself up. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Um You start writing these down, girl. Mm. Um, I just want you guys to know Rebecca gave me the creepiest little troll today. Cause she's a troll. <laughs> I mean, I I don't even know. He's cute. I, do you guys remember? Um, it's like such a '90s toy, like these little trolls. Yeah, that's where I got it from. An '80s shop, actually. It's so '80s. '80s. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Vanessa, it's cute. It's cute. It, I mean, me and my sister used to be scared of these. They're cute. I'm going to scare her with them now. Um, so I want to know, for a first-time home buyer, what advice do you give them? 
my advice would be for a first time home buyer, congratulations, first of all, for taking that initiative and looking for a home and knowing that it's within reach mm-hmm. and a possibility for you. That's not advice, but that's kudos. And my first advice would be to just be very in tune with your finances. So make sure it's a purchase that you are getting in that you can comfortably afford. And it doesn't have to be your dream home, you know, make set this as a stepping stone to, you know, future investments. And um, yeah, just be very in tune with your finances and get into something that you can comfortably afford. I like that. And I think that's Mm -hmm. important because sometimes... Uh, especially being a first-time home buyer, not we don't always have all of the resources and information at hand. Right. So I think that's something really important to share, especially because being your first home, we don't want it to be your only home. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. And I think it's just a great stepping stone into your future and its investment, financial stability, and you want to get into something that you can, again, comfortably afford and it doesn't have to be your dream home. And trust the process, really. Like, it's going to be your stepping stone to your dream home. Yeah. I like that. How many houses have you lived in? Me? Mm-hmm. Throughout my whole life? Yeah. Ooh, girl. I would, from, like, mm-hmm. where I was born? Yeah. Um. Let me see real quick. I would say... Well, my dad, he, every time I visited, he had a new place. So I don't even know. Um, I My parents are divorced, so we would spend summers with our dad. Mm-hmm. And um, I would say where we spent a lot of time in would be like four homes. Nice. So do you think that like has affected you, like your ability to move? Like you just are comfortable moving? I lived in... I've lived in two houses my entire life. So when we talk about me buying and selling, it makes me a little sad. Do you think you have that ability to move because of that? Mm, I would say not necessarily. I don't feel like I, I'm always, I look at it more as like a growing thing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like my first home now, obviously I'm very attached to it. It's like, we've created so many memories here. Um, but it's more so like I'm excited cause I know the next home from here is just meaning that I've grown to, you know, I've grown out of it and I've grown onto something better. Yeah. So it's never like a downgrade. Um, it's just, we've grown into something better. So I see it as a positive thing. Like it opens new opportunities, new neighborhoods, new friends, new, um, yeah, I think it's more of like a growing experience versus like staying in one place. Uh, yeah, you create a lot of memories and you're attached to it, but you j- I'm okay with change. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. I feel like that's a really good quality to have in, yeah. Yeah, just I see mean, it as like yeah. a growing thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's more, it's more something that you're, that you're earning that you're working towards so you it's like you've made it you yeah know, onto yeah the next totally level. Mm-hmm. Like that. i've grown out of this stage in my life and here we are moving mm-hmm. yeah. like that. what's your uh what's been the best birthday my best my favorite birthday would be um i'm not a huge birthday person you need to be i think this is my birthday's in march 
you can trade. I'll trade. Yeah, I, if I had a summer birthday, girl, I'd be the biggest right. birthday party person ever. But it's in March. It's cold. I'm not a really wintry person. Um, I would say my best birthday was, I think my seventeenth birthday when we were all, when we all all of our friends got together at uh where were we Boondocks and you made me that coconut cake. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that was a fun birthday. I think yeah. that was my best one. And you it was Justin Bieber themed. Oh my god, do you remember which <laughs> one stands out the most to me? Which one? The one where we threw you a surprise party at Nate's. Oh yeah, that was a good birthday. What? How old was that? We were fourteen, in, like middle school. Fourteen? No, maybe. Middle school? Fourteen. Yeah, maybe like high eighth school. grade. Fourteen's like high school. Twelve? I don't know. <laughs> we were little. Yeah, but we threw you a surprise birthday party. Well, I know we had wine coolers. So <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that was a fun that was my i've never had a surprise party before so that was awesome yeah i remember me and Nay tried to make you a mixtape for your birthday oh yeah i think naomi still has the cd we should ask that's awesome and then everyone signed that poster board Mm -hmm. oh that was fun yeah i think just the idea and like the planning of it makes it like the most memorable Mm -hmm. for me yeah no totally well guys it was so much fun having rebecca we made it the rebecca show today Yay. i hope you guys enjoyed some fun facts yeah and some great advice i believe oh well so, thank you thank you for that we will catch you guys in the next episode see you guys later bye